0: Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in his word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at onelove underscore one faith. I am Arentia, and welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi.
1: So, hallo. Vielen
0: Dank. I <laughs> just said hello in German. And I said many thanks. Right, because we have listeners
1: in Germany. Yes, we do. And we want to say yes. thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Hit us up. We want to know what you think. We want to hear from you. Um, Everyone that's listening internationally, we want to hear from you.
0: We international
1: baby. (laughs) You guys knew that was coming, right? (laughs) You knew it was coming. Oh wait, we learned some things about uh, Germany. I almost forgot. Yes,
0: yes. So we wanted to kind of do like fun facts about. um germany because the language was so difficult right we respect the language (laughs) we
1: didn't want to mess it up we were like oh no
0: that's kind of hard so we kept it simple all right so we do have some fun facts about germany and actually what we did find out was that germany is one of the most densely populated country um it is populated with i think 83 million people so it is considered one of the most um Right, it's up there. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. eighty-three. Yeah. It's above average. Yeah,
1: and you—you you actually doing something also? Right. So apparently, yeah, undergraduates can have free tuition at public yeah. universities, and that applies to domestic students and An international, international. students. We moving? I know we might. We we come in during. Well, we, we, we have our undergrad. <laughs> we missed the opportunity, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We last that... late <laughs> yeah, we're late, but that's a really, really cool fact. I didn't know that, so I... yeah, maybe everyone knew that. I didn't know that, so that's pretty. so cool. if you are looking for scholarships, maybe hit up Germany. They probably got something for you yeah. go immerse yourself in German culture, <laughs> right and learn more than we actually could. yes, <laughs> learn more than us. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, 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 you're so excited. and that school comment kind of leads us into our get to know us question for today. Yes. Which is what did you study in school and what's your dream career? So we're gonna ask each other. Right. Okay. Camille. Okay What I did know. you
0: study in school and what is your dream career?
1: Okay, so undergrad I did psychology and neuroscience and then for my master's degree I did healthcare management and um even though i went through all of that my dream career has nothing well i guess it's kind of related kind of, yeah. um i want to i want to go back to school dare i say why would i do that why I would i torture that. myself like this i don't know child <sighs> but i do want to go back and i want to uh, like eventually my 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 goal is to be a marriage um a marriage and family therapist that's just, that's my smart friend <laughs> <laughs> enough about me what about you smart friends
0: <laughs> so um i have an um i have a undergrad in um, health information management systems mm-hmm. and i also have a master's in um health mental health social work ooh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> my dream job is to work with something that has to do with foster care i think it's still going to be in the field of social work okay camille so mm-hmm. let us dive into t- this week's topic. Yes. What are we talking about this week? Sex. What? Sex. Why are you whispering? (laughs) What are we talking about?
1: We're talking about sex. Was that hard? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just did it to show like how we sometimes act. Absolutely, about sex, absolutely. I mean, it's like so taboo, and it really doesn't have to be. It is the forbidden word that Christians should not even dare at all. (laughs) Like, we can't talk about it, don't think about it, don't do it. Definitely, don't do Do it. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But before we talk, we have to do our disclaimer. We have to do a disclaimer. So, if you are under the age of 18, we must, I know, I know, I know. might not like this but we must request that you ask your parents or guardians if you can listen or they might want you to listen with them which i know is like the worst (laughs) we appreciate you listening and we're so sorry but we do have to say that
0: right okay so this week we're going to talk about sex but in future discussions we Mm -hmm. definitely have Future topics that we want to discuss, and we want to go more in depth as it relates to sex and
1: you mm-hmm. know, diving into soul ties, how, why was created, right? Um, Can the marriage bed be undefiled, right? Are there boundaries in married sex and all of that? But we do need to study more, yes. So we'll come back to that. And today, we're just kind of brushing the surface brushing a the bit, surface. Mm-hmm. um, and you'll see where we're going. But I think what we do know at the very beginning of the conversation is that the church's stance is yes. to simply. Stay away, and what we often find is that they emphasize what the Bible says, and they're saying, Hey, you know, the Bible is saying no fornication, adultery is a sin. And you know, we've always got dear Uncle Paul Mm -hmm. telling us, Abstain if you are burning with desire. Yeah, he's always like, Hey, it's better to marry than to burn with desire, people. Okay, right. So Mm -hmm. we know that there's this, you know, he's referring to um, lust or you know, wanting to experience sexual pleasure.
0: Right. And I also, too, I, th- I think it's also a big discussion, too, to have because mm-hmm. you often hear, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and it's not necessarily broken down as to what are the spiritual consequences mm-hmm. of doing it. Engaging and when I say it, prematurely. we're talking about sex. Right. Having sex prematurely mm-hmm. um, outside of the boundaries of marriage mm-hmm. and what are the spiritual consequences of taking part in that activity right
1: and 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 as we've just said the church is always typically saying no 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 but let's not forget that we even have scriptures that are telling us that sex is important i mean in the right context sex is very very important and And it's it's, good and it's good i mean god made it right and he wanted it to feel good so it does
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry y'all but it does
1: it does i mean we're going there like yeah it feels good and it's supposed to. So um, we we have a Bible yes.
0: verse as well. Um, it is from First Corinthians 7, 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is from the NLT version. Right. So the scripture says, Do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual in- intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourself more completely to prayer. Afterwards... You should come together again so that Satan won't tempt, won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control.
1: Wow. Right? I know, so it's almost saying that it should be present. Yes. With some sort of frequency because depriving each other of it can lead to temptation
0: right and it also shows that Mm. the marriage itself and sex within the marriage can be a tool that the enemy uses Mm. to create um, distrust dishonesty within Mm -hmm. marriage and so if you are Mm -hmm. and so if you are married guys sorry well I shouldn't be sorry y'all should be be doing the do
1: I mean if it's you know if something's wrong practice (laughs) wink wink (laughs) (laughs) wink
0: <laughs> Right so um let us not married couples do not neglect this part of your relationship it is very important and it should be practiced very frequently i might say <laughs> Right so we talked about sex being a beautiful um that yes. um god designed it and it feels good yes. right but as it relates to what we are talking about today, the mm-hmm. stance that we're taking today, right. um, the issue is really what, what type of sexual relationships should we engage in?
1: Right, right. What type of relationships are we talking about? Right. So we've already laid down the premise that sex is happening between married people. Right, and so that's why today we're talking about abstinence or celibacy. So let's define it. You know, right, right, right. So it's celibacy is the act of abstaining from marriage and sexual relations. Right, and so some, sometimes we say abstinence, and it means it really just means to abstain. abstain. So celibacy right. is the is the part where we're actually abstaining from sex and right. sexual relations. Right, and
0: so we are going to use celibacy because oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, people. Relate it to drinking, food, whatever it may be that one right. might struggle with. And so because we're dealing with just the sexual aspect of
1: relationships today, we're going to use the word celibacy. Right. Now, although for single individuals, unmarried individuals, yes. celibacy is our go-to answer. It is the One Love, One fates podcast yes. answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our, yes. If that's our position. We are not naive. We are not... We understand that there are some Christians that are not participating in a celibate lifestyle. Right. We know that.
0: Right. And we, we know cannot... that there are
1: past times. Even if you are now, there might be past times in your life when you weren't. Like, we get that. We understand.
0: Right. right. And so we cannot necessarily just be like, oh, this is what it is. When we really and truly know the truth about it. Right. And we don't so... want to
1: be hasty to do what the church does and just ignore this entire subset right so we wanted to just throw out some guidelines right so we are saying that if
0: you are a christian or non-christian who is not necessarily practicing celibacy Mm -hmm. that one should protect themselves um and when we say protect ourselves we mean physically emotionally mentally uh, mentally Mm -hmm. right protecting yourselves because even though we are giving all of these tools, right? right. We have condoms, um, we have pills, we have
1: IUDs,
0: right? Right. But none of these things are one hundred percent safe, right? Not one hundred percent effective, right? Right. So we have to make sure that not only are we are we protecting our spiritual health, but also our physical health, our temple. Our temple. Mm-hmm. Remember, we, we we read last week, we read, what is it, First Corinthians right. 3 like, 6. Do you not know? Do you not know that, that your, your body is a temple? Exactly. Right? And it is for the Holy Spirit to dwell within you, right? Yes. So let us take care of our temples yes so do
1: know that that your sexual health affects medical health and physical health and mental health like arinthia said but also that you should be checking whether the sexual partner you have selected is exclusive to you or not we just all have to be really careful about the dangers that are out there Um, if you choose to engage or or succumb to a moment of you know temptation or whatever make sure that you have protected yourself there's too much out there and one right one misstep can have a lifetime of consequences or woes so we're just saying be safe Right. And of course we're not we're not
0: judging because this could be your spiritual struggle or your mm. spiritual temptation. Right. And so and, and some people it could be stealing, some people could be lying. Right, right? but
1: for some people sex is, is an addiction that, that they're, can develop. Right. Right. That mm-hmm.
0: they are working on. Right. And so we are saying also too is to ensure that if you are engaging, make sure that your partner is you the partner that you are exclusively dating mm-hmm. That they are they, they care enough to be you are the only person that they are engaging in this activity with because right. of course, people are trifling that's all my that's my favorite word. people <laughs> are trifling and so
1: <laughs> I'm saying it. Right. people are trifling, and so you have to be careful. The theme um, is protect yourself, and we know yes. that we know that we're gonna get some backlash for this, um but, it it's It is just, what, is it, what is. it is, right? Yes, it is what like, it, it is. Like, it is what it is. And it's it's that same mentality of high schools preaching, you know, abstinence and yet providing condoms. Like, it's it's the same thing. Right. We're just saying, hey, be careful, please. It's just not worth, like, be careful. Right. And so, don't get us, don't get what we're saying misconstrued. We are
0: saying that the One Love, One Faith podcast, our stance is abstinence. 100%, 100% abstinence, 100% celibacy. However we know we know what it is we know what it is right and this is why we're saying protect yourself
1: exactly exactly and so i guess now we can get into why why are we proponents of celibacy or a celibate life lifestyle during during singlehood
0: there's this negative connotation or this Mm -hmm. negative connotation that 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 when we talk about like soul, th- this is the main thing when we talk about uh, yeah. church or Christianity. <laughs> there is soul ties. Yeah, people right? love that phrase, soul ties. Uh, and though it might not be our favorite word, mm-hmm. we cannot neglect that there is some spiritual aspect or spiritual right. warfare or whatever it is that is happening within that realm. Right. We cannot neglect that. We can't ignore that. And also, too, a lot of
1: people think that, okay, so you're. It gets a bad rap because people are thinking, oh, I'm walking out here with parts of the souls of everybody that I've had a sexual relationship with. That's crazy. You know, and I, I know it, it, it does sound crazy. And even if you reject that that theory, right? Um, I think that we can all agree scientifically that yep. there is an exchange of actual bodily fluids yeah. and Ew. there's a release... <laughs> It's yeah. you, because there's a sounds- release of oxytocin too, you know, right. during orgasm. There's, there's a lot of things going on. And I think we, we can't ignore that scientifically there's something happening physiologically and also sometimes psychologically. And I think that's the message we have to walk away from when people talk about soul ties, you're always going to get an extremist, but we can go more into that a little bit when we do our Bible study right. on sex a bit. You're right. So, if you are a person who are who is engaging,
0: whether it be intercourse, outer course, side course, diagonal course, whatever <laughs> course you are, whatever course you are engaging in, there there are spiritual consequences. So we talked about celibacy being the standpoint of the One Love One Faith podcast, and of mm-hmm. course, uh, Christianity. Period. Right. Period. Period. Right. So <laughs> so um so we're diving into. Um, for this, this, this part of the, the podcast is for people who are actually pursuing or if you are pursuing celibacy, right? These are some of the things that we ourselves have asked, have asked each other. Right, right, right. Right, right, So we are saying if you are celibate, mm-hmm. when do you bring that conversation up? Like, when do you bring it up? You, yeah. in Like in the like dating, dating phase. Da- yeah. In the dating phase. How do you say...
1: So see what happened was, you know, <laughs> a girl celibate or whatever. I mean, it depends. Sometimes it comes up really early on and you just have to be honest about it. Um, but I don't think that you have to bring it up on the first date. Right. Um I think it just depends on how it goes. You also, it's it's a it's a it's a tightrope to walk because you don't want to misre- misrepresent yourself, but you also need to be upfront with it soon enough. I, d- I mean I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's very tricky. So
0: like we always say, make sure that for you that you're not being pressured into doing doing what you feel as if you know when the time is right. You know that conversation is going to come up right and take advantage of that um opportunity to be like so this is what it is and of course if you are dating a christian person
1: it shouldn't be an issue i mean we do understand because you know from hearing about it and from personal experience we do understand that the people the men and women Mm -hmm. in the pews beside you Mm -hmm. can be the very you know sexual pressure that you feel um in dating relationships there are there have been people even in my life that <laughs> that you um pursue like you know you see them in your church and you talking to them getting to know them and they no longer want to continue a relationship once they find out that you're celibate and I know that sounds so backwards if you're you know thinking that you're dating someone in the church but it happens but oh well I mean you either are resolved there's a story of Daniel when he and his friends didn't want to eat the king's food. And uh, Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 says, Daniel was resolved. And I always yeah. like that word. Like, they're resolved. You either are resolved to pursue this lifestyle or, or not. not. Right. That's just it.
0: Right. Yeah, so we are about to say something and it might shock you a little bit, but it shouldn't because right. it is what it is. It might. Is. I mean, even though we are
1: advocates of a celibate lifestyle,
0: that does not mean yes that you should not be having the conversation about
1: sex. Yeah, you know? I still like, think it's. I think you have to talk about it. I know right. that's kind of like wait you don't you want us to be to have this like purity type lifestyle, but yet talk about sex. Mm. It sounds counterintuitive. Mm. But so, so when do you when do you bring up this
0: conversation though, and what exactly are you talking about when we talk about oh, let's talk about the the actual the forbidden word yeah. the forbidden okay.
1: word when i say talk about sex i i'm talking about knowing your partner's future expectations about yeah. sex i mean like even as detailed it sounds silly but what their expectations are like what they've grown up to learn about sex what their belief system is about frequency. sex frequency the frequency what yeah. they like and what they don't like do they have a list of things they will never ever do i mean yeah you need it to know be. this i yeah. i just I think you can talk about it and as far as fetishes and forbidden activities, like I think you need to know where they're coming from in the bedroom. And just because you're celibate, whether or not you're a you know, a, a virgin or not, I think we know our bodies, we know what we like, we know what we don't like, and we should talk about that with our partners. Yes. With our significant others. Absolutely. And also too,
0: this can also create trust within your relationship because and also marriage when you have crossed that boundary of marriage and Mm -hmm. you are now exploring each other however you want to explore it's your (laughs) choice you are married and now you have um gone or you have crossed that barrier and know you are married Mm -hmm. you know remember you guys had that talk and so because you had the talk Mm -hmm. you know what your partner like are, what their likes and dislikes are. And so your partner is now trusting you to ensure that you are respecting those boundaries that he or she has set. Right. 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 We're not saying that those things cannot be revisited because, I mean, of course, right. there's a a lot of of
1: learning that's going to happen in the marriage bed about sex and each other. Right. But beforehand, it's a good way to say, hey, we might not be matched up because sex is an important part. We've already established that it isn't it is an important part of a marriage. So the last thing you'd want to do is enter something where you're like, oh no, (laughs) right? we're not matched up on our sex beliefs and that can lead to issues. right? And also the conversation too Mm. can also help
0: married couples because Mm -hmm. if one has a sex drive that is a million and the other person is five, Mm -hmm. then of course you guys, the communication aspect will bring you guys to a balance to where now, okay, I get what you're saying. I know you are running on Energizer Bunny type of stuff. And I'm out here just chilling. But at the same time, we have to come to a medium. Because as we said before, Mm -hmm. this is an important aspect of the married relationship. And if it is not nurtured properly, it can leave doors for the enemy to attack your marriage. Period. I
1: think that's... And the Bible clearly says that it yep. says Satan can use it as a way in, as a way of temptation. So right, 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 right. and talking about talking about um, sex, you know, during singlehood can also include, if this is something that you need or would like to know, it can also include knowing that person's, you know, number of. Um, Four more sexual partners. You know the body count. That is something you are interested it. in. <laughs> if you need to know that, I mean, it can. It's it's all inclusive. It's anything that you need to know about yeah. their sexual past, their sexual health, and their belief system, and and what they like. Right, and and of
0: course, you guys can. I always encourage couples to also do this. If you are in the before you are married, you guys should be able to take. Uh, a physical exam to make sure that everything is working properly now mm-hmm. one person because you always have this negative connotation that something is always um, mm-hmm. associated with one six mm-hmm. right I'm yeah. not gonna call that six but y'all know what I'm talking about okay right so um, it's always assumed that something is always wrong with one six and not the other and mm-hmm. so it is important that both of you guys Do the physical exam to ensure that whatever the results are, that you are not blindsided and that you are okay with whatever that you are going into.
1: Whatever the result. Right. Whatever the results are. And we wanted also to be clear that we understand that this might be a trigger issue for some or like um, you're thinking, hey, if I talk about that, if I go down that road, then it brings me to a certain certain place or space Mm -hmm. and then I become lustful. So we're not saying to dwell there. We're not saying to talk about it often. We're not saying that. We're just saying we do believe that before marriage – there should be a talk there you should talk about it even if you're a virgin even if you're pursuing a celibate lifestyle right you should talk about it with your partner because just like we say be equally yoked we talked about that in Mm -hmm. one of our first episodes Mm -hmm. and just like you can be equally yoked spiritually or financially or educationally i think sex is a part of that sexually is a part of that
0: right and if you are going to talk about finances then why not like, this is going to be a huge part this of is your life. a life partner. You should talk you about should this. You should know. Because a lot of time, a lot of time people engage or people enter into marriage and mm-hmm. not have this conversation. And now they have expectations that they feel as if they cannot meet because that conversation was not had. Exactly. So please have that conversation.
1: Right. Don't let your Christianity prevent you from going into that area. Right. And also, like Camille said... If, the, if this is a triggered
0: topic for you know how to indulge in the conversation know your limits and if you feel as if this is something that is too much for you of course the discussion has to be had but mm-hmm. i guess in moderation right yeah, in moderation. yeah. And, right. And, and 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 also allow your partner to understand that this is a struggle for you and maybe you guys can work out a medium where you can come in and have that discussion right
1: and they also need to know that it is a struggle for you because as mm-hmm. partners, you're going to set sexual boundaries within the relationship too. So Absolutely. they should know that about you so they can know um, how to operate within that space. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you also asked when to have the conversation. And I do believe, so just like telling someone that you're celibate is an early conversation, obviously, for obvious reasons. Right. But this part of the conversation I think be is a little, little later. later. It's more yeah. like, okay, hey, pre-marriage, I think, it's, I think it happens a little later.
0: Yeah, it, it should happen when a person, where two individuals are, I guess, would be certain that this is mm. going to be their person. Right. Um, that is the discussion that... That's Further down this, the line. Yeah, that's where yeah. discussion should happen. Not right. when y'all when you build are up the trust. second date. Come on now.
1: <laughs> right, not the <laughs> second date. But when you built up trust and you know you're going down that path and it's just time to get into that deep talk about each other, I think that's the time for this. I can't put a timeline on it because everyone's timeline is different. Some people are dating for six months, some people are dating for two years Mm -hmm. and onward. So I I can't put a timeline on it, but I believe you'll know when it's getting that serious. Yeah. And hopefully, um, if your partner does bring it up or your significant other does bring it up, you don't shy away from it simply because you're not participating. Hopefully you can be open to the idea of conceptually hey, this is a, you know, this is a theoretical conversation about about me right. and my sex life and not details and, you know, it's right. just likes, dislikes not, and so on. It's not you getting into the nitty-gritty of stuff. <laughs> it is you
0: and your partner sitting down and figuring out just like how you want to know what your credit.
1: <laughs> this is something that right. is, <laughs> this is something you need that to you know. need to exactly. Know. Exactly their experience and so on. listening to the one love one faith podcast thanks for your support you can listen on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and many other platforms or directly on our simplecast website oneloveonefaith.simplecast.com have something to share email us at Podcast at gmail.com we also want you to interact with the rest of the one love nation on social media follow us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube at one love underscore one faith back to the show Now, okay, so I think this is a little more of a a food Maybe a more fun question, but Mm -hmm. so, you know, I think that just like Christians just like to say, no, 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 we're not going to talk about sex. I think they also like to say, hey, y'all need to stop hanging out at night. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Y'all need to stop
0: right that just right. cracks me up like night time is the only time people are out here having sex no it's not stop playing
1: right like the tripping. temptation is the temptation regardless right. of the time of day right right right, right friends so i think i guess what i'm what i'm getting to is do you think that it's okay to spend late night hours or overnight time with your significant other in a dating relationship i think okay
0: don't come for me y'all do not come for me but
1: i think it's okay though or come and we'll talk to you yeah <laughs> we can we can, we can hash it out
0: <laughs> yeah right 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 um but i think it's i think it's okay mm-hmm. um like i said before know your partner know yourself the bible also talks about do not not putting yourself into ways that y- that you can be tempted yeah and so if you feel as if this is an area where you and your partner cannot control yourself and y'all support are supposed to be able to control yourself. I'm not saying that. Well, self-control. We are, right. The that is just fruit of the spirit. If y'all didn't go and read, um, Galatians 522, I said I sent y'all last week. Go ahead and read it. Go ahead. Right. You're giving
1: the one love nation homework. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: Right. Um, but if this is something that you feel as if you won't be able to control yourself with or you don't trust mm-hmm. yourself with that with, with this particular right. thing then sure this might not be something that is for you right um, a lot of people
1: will say you should just avoid it altogether and if if that works for you guys, that works, that for, works you guys. for you guys. Some people will say avoid it altogether, avoid the appearance of evil, just don't put that temptation out there and only just like you said, only you and your partner can know. But I think I'm also agreeing with you too, that I I think that it's a great way to learn about each other and I think it I think it's um I don't think anything's wrong with it. I think it also helps to build trust and intimacy. Right. And let's be clear that intimacy it is does not, not mean sexual sex sexual intimacy. Right. I'm right. talking about into intimacy and building trust with each other so I just know that a lot of people and I just know that we're in the 21st century and that a lot of our counterparts are it is, are doing the sleepover whatever you want to call it stay overnight they're doing that and I think I think I, th- I just personally don't have a problem with it because they know their boundaries and they know what their agreement is with each other
0: right and and also if you are exclusive this is a great way to actually see your partner within their living space within their habitat right because y'all gonna live together um and i'm not saying this is not what i'm saying i'm not saying that y'all should be living together right we're not talking we're about 100 against that
1: cohabitation right. right right
0: however what we're saying is that because you guys are pursuing marriage mm-hmm. or because you're looking at marriage it is a great way to observe to, to observe um their each household
1: other. and yes how they operate and how they clean and, and how they everything they that you're curious you of. to do because you know right they, gender, roles and, role, right, and and gender roles and everything right because because the biggest argument for cohabitation is you know i want to see them i want to see how they operate why would you just encourage right. me to jump into a marriage where i don't know how they live so I think yeah. this is a great way where you know you're in their space, you're seeing them, and I understand why a lot of people, a lot of young young adults our age, yeah. do do not have a problem with that. I I, I do yeah. understand.
0: As as you said that, I remember this Jamaican proverbs. Mm-hmm. It says, "For see me and live with me at two different sitting." Right, <laughs> Camille, you can.
1: Right, The translation is you know to see me is one thing to live with me is another. Completely name. different. And you know, weirdly, I've heard
0: people say, "Oh, I will never date somebody who." i don't live with or first or, yeah, yeah or whatever and i'm like um if you're a christian there are don't let nobody tell you that you feel me like if, if that is not your if that's not your stance don't let anybody tell you that i do think that there can be compromise where mm-hmm. you would be like okay well if this is something that you feel so passionate about yeah. then maybe we can do a couple days i stay at your place a couple of days and but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be where somebody's telling you, Oh, I have to live with you before I marry you. First of all, ma'am, sir, bye. <laughs> right. So we really not going to.
1: Right. And I know some other people are against cohabitation because of the same thing we're talking about now, which is. Living together and sexual pressure, and you'll you'll hear about Christians going into homes and saying, "Hey, you guys can't live together. Hey, the first thing you have to do if you agree to be baptized after this Bible study is that you have to, you know, split up your home and and, and what yeah. have you." And we do understand that, but we think there's a difference.
0: Yeah, let us know yeah. if you agree with us. Let us know if yeah. this is something that you're like, maybe. Y'all tripping. Yeah, maybe there's some of
1: our friends out there who are like, oh, oh no, no, I can't believe you just told everybody that they can do this. God forbid. But anyway. I, we've we've discussed at length, and, and I really do think. yeah, I, I just think that at the end of the day, <laughs> sex doesn't happen at 11 p.m. all the time. Right, and y'all and know that too. It's not a good Stuff reason. <laughs> it's just not a good reason Stuff because me. the temptation's there at 11 p.m. It's going to be there as long as you're in a private place that's right. just what I think so if you go if you're going to talk about oh not being
0: alone with your partner then that's a different story because y'all can be at home at 11 o'clock at, that m- at morning
1: at eight o'clock in the morning, and have that pressure, and have the right. same pressure, right? And if you do decide to not have private time together, then then that's what you've decided as yes. a couple, and we respect that. 100%. I mean, we've even seen we've even, we we have even seen Christian stories of people deciding not to be alone together. We've yeah. seen um, stories of them deciding not to kiss on the lips before marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things. Find what works for you, right? Um, but and and we agree with er- any. If that
0: is your thing, we one hundred percent agree, and we respect all of right. what you do. If that's what your cup you of tea, do, sip, sip.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> right. We're not saying that. Oh, this is what we, this is a one way thing. No, mm-hmm. we always say whatever works for you. Then you and your right. partner come together and right.
1: discuss that. The Bible is a guidebook use it but i think that we've learned that there's several different models that operate within god's construct that respect what he's laid down but yet also respect your wishes and might look different from one person to the next yeah so friend Mm. the lord has not blessed either of us with this thing called a husband not yet not
0: I'm not rushing you or whatever.
1: I'm just saying, <laughs> we we're here. not necessarily rushing. No, we're just we saying know. we understand that to this point we've talked about singlehood need and a, celibacy. We we're not rushing you, Lord. We just need a tracking number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need some tracking information to find out right. who, where okay. the package at.
1: <laughs> right, it's okay if it's not coming for a few months or years. We just we just need know. to know <laughs> where's the tracking number at. <laughs> Doesn't mean that we have forgotten about, about the married peeps, okay?
0: Yes, married peeps, and y'all don't even try to come for us. Not because we're not. Not because we are not married. It, that does not mean that we are not knowledgeable about the things that happen within, um, the marriage lines or boundaries or whatever you call it. Um, right. I I think that we can be knowledgeable, especially you know observing other people, reading. Um, and also mm-hmm. knowing what we want for ourselves in our relationship. Right. Um,
1: and so we are going to talk about some of y'all's business. Yes, we <laughs> is. Yes. It's not our business because we're not married, but, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we didn't want to leave you out. We're going to talk all. about That's it. That's all. We're going to talk about it. Right. And in the future, um, we do, we're designing a special episode, you know, where we where we will have studied about um, sex within marriage and also have some, maybe some couples yes. as guests and do some polls and everything. So we can really, we can really, um, dig yeah. deep into this. Yeah. And
0: we are definitely looking forward to the married couples because first of all, whoever we bring on this podcast, it's going to be late. <laughs> yeah, okay. We want them, we want them be to lit. be
1: real with us. Okay. So yeah. we're, we're going to want um, people that are open about that. And we're going to talk about, Anything from like the frequency of sex when married to like, did they schedule sex? Are there times in their life when children were just bouncing yeah. off the walls and they just were like, hey, I got too much going on? Or let's have sex on Tuesday. <laughs> yes, scheduling.
0: Scheduling, <laughs> right. of course. And right. also, too, when do you, if you have multiple children, mm-hmm. when do you find time to, to right. get this in? And you better be getting it in because, right. as we said before, it tells us that it is important and this is an area. That the enemy used as a slingshot, as a gun, rocket launcher, right. whatever he's using, catapult, <laughs> whatever he's slingshot. Look, mine. And we just want them to be real about we it. They, we want them to be 100, 100, <laughs> right, with right. us. Um, Because I think we want to know. We want to know. Yeah. We want to know what to expect. And I think that these conversations can help people or prepare people right. for
1: for that part when it comes what was that word you said they're gonna help us you know they're gonna talk about how to keep marriage litified
0: litified you know (laughs) what I'm saying that burning you hear um, Paul talked about the the, the burning desire or burning
1: it's better to marry than to burn Mm -hmm. with desire so
0: they're gonna talk about how the burning desire in marriage is Mm -hmm. um, yeah how How they work around
1: yep and then we also have a few things that we talked about um that we think about when we think about marriage and sex within marriage and and one of the things that we thought about was hey we don't want, we think that Christians should really consider that they can have a marriage counselor. They can go yes. seek outside help or a sex therapist. You're married, so all of this yes. is okay. It's just you don't always have to depend on only your spiritual leader or your pastor. There right. are professions out there that are built <laughs> to know how to build your intimacy and build your sex life. Right. Because pastors be out here telling
0: y'all, you know, y'all can't do certain stuff, and y'all can if y'all married now. <laughs> Y'all can't, but no, seriously, seriously, especially for people who have been married for a very long time. Yeah. You know, consulting a sex therapist can really and truly help them with Mm -hmm. just rekindling that (laughs) lidification.
1: Rekindling the lidification. Coming to a bookstore near you.
0: (laughs) Right. But also rekindling that lidification that you guys had or, or had. When you were maybe you, you got married when you were teenagers and you you guys were there on top of it every day. Right? <laughs> um and and that can help you guys because of course after a while stuff gets kinda old, you know? Right, right, and right. so if you can have outside help to be like, Hey, maybe try this, maybe try that, maybe right. see if your partner will explore this, maybe you explore that. Right. Maybe try a little role play,
1: for play, whatever y'all do. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. And from, you know, from, from what we've learned just from being the age that we are. And then also, um, from our married friends and talking with each other is that, you know, some of the things that we uh, wrote down is, you know, not depriving each other. We talked about that because of the possibility yeah. of temptation from the enemy. There's, um, it's important to build intimacy, not just sex. And then also right. like having those conversations about, What your partner might want to explore and being open about that, lest it lead your partner to feeling, you know, ignored or brushed away. Yeah. So there's lots of elements. That part though, Mm
0: -hmm. that part of what, how do you think that people can move past that, especially married couples, when Mm -hmm. when one partner wants to explore something and you're like, ugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully, if it happens in. You know, if you're unmarried now, hopefully you can have the talk yeah. before marriage and kind of settle some things. And if not, or if people's desires and you know um, proclivities change in the future, then I mean, hopefully you can just. I I think that God wants to be in our. You you always hear about the marriage is three people, you know, and God is the third. And I yeah. feel like He God designed is a third sex. person.
0: God he, is God is God a is a third person. person. God is third. Do person. not get any ideas. God is the third person God we're talking about. <laughs>
1: right he is the third person and i think that you just have to work on it with each other and with your spiritual guide like i think and you know weirdly i've i've seen
0: where i think for people who are married now i i see where a lot of people haven't had that talk haven't had the sex talk and now it is like what you want me to do
1: right and it might have the sad thing is it might have come from that type of like where we feel like we're protecting ourselves from evil and we're like, I'm not going to talk about sex before. And I think that sometimes we kind of like worked our way into that downfall or that pitfall because we just didn't talk about it. And I hope that there are some unmarried individuals in the One Love Nation listening and just hearing that, hey, it might be something to revisit, to not be so stiff about. Yeah. And if you are married and you haven't
0: had that talk, it's not too late to have the talk. I I truly believe that if... If you're married and there are stuff that you want to explore with your partner, don't just go over here and think that, you know, talk about it. Please talk about it with your partner. If there's stuff that you feel like you want to try, talk to your partner. Um, right. You guys are married and it should be a space where you guys can talk and feel free to have those intimate conversations.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's time to wrap up yeah so let's do a little recap
0: right so we are recapping on the stuff that we talked about earlier on, and we are saying that we're saying that if you are um not abstaining mm-hmm. are not uh following the Christian guidelines of sexual relations mm-hmm. that you are to be protecting yourself protecting your health your physical mental sexual all the alls. all of the above <laughs>
1: Right. All of the alls. And if you are celibate, right, you're still having the conversation. You're still cognizant that there is a sexual relationship to protect in the future. And in order to do that, you might need to have a conversation now during dating. And then lastly, that for married, um, for those who are married, yes, sex is important in a relationship and the enemy can use that part of your relationship. To attack the relationship or your connection to your partner or God.
0: Yes, definitely. I cannot stress that part enough Mm -hmm. that the enemy can use that to destroy the union that God has created. Exactly. Right? So that is what we have for you guys this week. Please let us know what you think about this episode because I know this can be a touchy topic. And, of course, we know that a lot of people won't agree with us. And we'd like to hear from y'all. Hit us up, mate more than yes, likely we um, really want to know yes we really want to know what you guys think about this if you're married hit us up and tell us what you think and if you're pursuing marriage let us know if you have if you have had this conversation and if you feel comfortable having this conversation right yeah
1: yeah tell us yes. how it went <laughs> yes so
0: we are going to pray now lord you're gonna have to guide this prayer <laughs> yeah let us pray mm-hmm Father, we are so thankful that you have given us this platform where we can come and talk about these things. Lord, we know that this particular topic, this particular subject of sex, you created it. And we want to ensure that your children are not blindsided by just having the conversation. But know that with you in the midst, that they can have healthy conversations about these things. And so, Father God, we, we pray for the marriage couple, married couples. We ask, oh God, that you... Um, Help them to know that this is an important part of their union and that you have created it to glorify you in every single aspect. And so, Lord, we just ask you to take control of these conversations. We ask you to help us to uh, to have discerning spirit as it relates to these conversations. And Lord, we just ask that you lead us in whatever we do, Lord, because we know that if you are the foundation of these conversations, then we cannot go wrong. So, Lord, we just thank you because you love us so much. Thank you because you're guiding us. And thank you, Father God, for just all that you do. Thank you for just being awesome. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. That's episode six. That's episode six, guys. Don't forget to hit us up. We international, baby. Oh, my
1: goodness. Thank you, One Love Nation. Peace. Bye. love nation thanks for listening to the one love one faith podcast we love our listeners and hope you'll join us again next week please share the one love one faith podcast and always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith